Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are ready for hour number two on this sunny Wednesday afternoon. Last night, LeBron James added to his amazing NBA career, passing Kareem. Reminding us again, and we'll get into this conversation with Bob in a second here, hopefully reminded people how you can have a, a, a top three, top four list in the NBA when you're talking about all-time players without Kareem. So hopefully LeBron passing him and now having registered the most points in the league reminds people the brilliance of Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar even go back to when he was Lou Alcindor from New York to UCLA to the Bucks to the Lakers and everything he did. But LeBron playing like no one has ever played in the NBA at the age of 38 has another vintage performance. And on a fadeaway 16-footer, passes Kareem for the all-time scoring leader. And if I could talk to anybody in the league about this, this would be my man. Uh, my friend Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe, when your nickname is the commissioner... For 50-some years, that tells you that nobody in the NBA is more respected for his knowledge than Bob Ryan. And Bob is with us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, sir. I hope you are well. Uh, you have offered up thousands of words in print, television, radio, and LeBron. What, what for you does this do in your estimation and how you view LeBron on passing Kareem last night. Well, I've got something up in print even as we speak. So a little self-promotion here before we get started. I do have addressed this topic. Now, it's online. If anybody wants to find it. Now, um, it's interesting. The, the, the number one thing I, I cite is that, uh, number one, this is a tribute to two things as all these type of records, no matter what sport we're talking about, are when you're talking about the accumulation of, of numbers, and it is to skill and endurance, skill and longevity. And you can't be the all-time leading scorer in basketball uh, unless you're hanging around a hell of a long time. Now, the man he passed played 20 years, and he is now playing 20 years himself. That's number one. Number two that sets this makes this really dis- notable to me is that we are talking about a man who is now the all-time leading point Garnerer, who is fourth in assists, yes, right. and might move up on that list to some degree, as you know, and will move up if he plays the number of long yeah, time for that sure. he intends to play. This this tells you about the nature of his game, and and the, and the nature of his game is that he is a great all around basketball player, uh, and and that uh, he is 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 an offensive machine, not just a point scorer, 
And uh, it, it, it's a great tribute to him that, uh, this, that you can't downplay this. When, when I think of him, I think of him as more about passing than scoring anyway. I do, too. I think, so, I think I think most of us yeah. do. That's that's that adds to how amazing this truly is. It is. It's 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 one of it's it's. it's I think he's totally deserving uh, that he be the one, and it's appropriate. It's logical given that he is playing twenty years. I don't know if anyone's going to be a while. You never say never. You always have to be very mm-hmm. careful yep. with your use of the words always and never. Uh, you know, I'm sure once upon a time. Uh, people thought the greatest, most unbroken record in sports was Lou Gehrig. Well, you know, yeah. no, thank, no, not really. And so um, it, anything can happen, and especially with the advent of, of the three. You know, we had somebody make 12 threes last night, uh, somebody who's very good at it. You yeah, know. right. Uh, but um, who knows? You know, there could be somebody come along in the, the next 10, 12, 15 years that, that'll, that'll just make nothing but 10, 10 threes every night. And then, you know, anyway, that's the other thing that we want to give the little asterisk to the record with regard to Kareem's numbers. In 1979-80, they put the three in into the NBA. Kareem, of course, would never have been taking any advantage of that no. at all uh-uh. with the nature of his game. He did, in fact, make one. <laughs> and uh, right now, I, I, uh, LeBron's total is well over 2,300. So to track those 2,300, they get back to what Kareem scored if you, if you care to. Um, so, But one thing I was thinking, we were talking about with, uh, just today, I haven't really thought about it, an interesting list to compile uh, would be uh, who are the leaders in cumulative points and assists? No, total. You know, uh, that, let's mm-hmm. see what that top ten list. I'm, anybody can do it. I can go ahead and sit down and do it in the, in the next half hour uh, if I, you know, if I had the pen and paper in front of me. But um, that's an interesting thing. But anyway, that's attributed to, to uh, what I said. That the, the fact that he is the greatest, such a great, great passer. Uh, oh, and by the way, this happened to become the greatest scorer in uh, history. Well, and that's the thing. And, and, and the game and how we evaluate is, is, is much more if we're around than just numbers, Bob. But when you look at LeBron's career numbers, you know, with the four titles, with the 10 trips, with the nine to 10 years going to the finals, now the scoring situation with fourth and assists, I, when people downplay LeBron, it's like my, my head starts hurting. And saying why and how. I mean, I still believe in my lifetime, at his peak, and his peak was for a number of years, Michael is the best player I've ever seen. But Michael did not have 20 years. I, I could maybe make the argument that Sunday in the Garden when he goes for 63, until he stepped away, and that included the two years he stepped away, he might have been the best player for a decade. He, he might have been every single year. The voters just got bored. But when you add the length of what LeBron has done, can somebody make a valid argument and say, LeBron's career totals are better than Michael, but Michael at his best is better than LeBron? Well, yeah, when you're talking about goats, uh, and, and uh, there's two ways of looking at it. There's two ways you should look at it. And one is, and, and I think you've, you've identified it. Uh, the, uh, uh, the career so summation of a career versus here's the question: If I have to win tonight for my life, yeah, who do I want? Yep, and and that's an easy call. <laughs> yes, it is for me too. Two. Right, it's Michael. Michael, yeah, Michael sure. was a more ruthless competitor. Michael Jordan was the was the guy who cut out your heart and then gave you the glass of Chianti along with it on the plate. And yes. That, LeBron's not that kind of guy. Nope. And my, there are, he's not the, Michael is, I, I, anybody who knows the game knows Michael is a fierce, as fierce a competitor as there ever was. And LeBron wasn't that way. And now here's the difference 
in the way the two guys got to the mountaintop in their respective eras. Michael, and now this is Bob, this is Bob Ryan's you know personal opinion. Michael did not win, get a championship in the NBA until he learned how to share. Yeah. But the 1987 Michael was not making those passes to John Paxson and John and and uh, uh, Steve Carr that helped cement championships for the Bulls. And he, until he learned how to trust teammates and share, he wasn't winning. And I, I believe he could have won earlier. People think he didn't have enough teammates. I think he did, but he didn't know how to share. The converse is LeBron. LeBron, the knock on LeBron for a while was that, was that well, he, had, he did, in fact, shy away from the ball against the Mavericks in 2011. And he also quit against the Celtics in 2010. And by the way, and I was there to see that. However, something happened after that, that disappointment in 2011. And he learned that he had the responsibility. Of, he needed to assume the responsibility of being the best player on the floor and acting accordingly. And that means calibrating the pass and the shoot, when to shoot, when to pass, and how and all that, and when to do this, when to do that, something that Michael had to learn himself. And, and they, everyone has to learn that. And, and LeBron took a while to get the idea, used to the idea of how to go about that. Once he did, and that's when things started, the, the championship started to accumulate. I, so, I think that's, that's such a good point, too, Bob, that you brought up those two years, 2010 and 2011, because Michael didn't have those points. I mean, this is the Garnett-Pierce-Allen team, and they basically did force LeBron to say, I can't win here, I've succumbed to the will of this team, and he shrunk from the moment, and you're like, Wow. He does the same thing in the first year in Miami when it's the not five, not six, not seven. And when they need him to score, I mean, Rick Carlisle's playing games and he's putting J.J. Barrett on him. And LeBron <laughs> couldn't score. And I remember thinking, how is this kind of going to be the all-timer we're saying when this is back-to-back years, one in the Eastern Conference Finals, one in the NBA Finals, and he's wilting in front of us. And then he goes on this run where he makes the NBA Finals nine out of ten years. No, that's 12 years ago. That just shows you uh, the the career that we're talking about and the decision that people still, uh, you know, uh, hold against him was 2010, 13 years ago, coming up. Uh, He's he's been long enough to have these different incarnations of of, of LeBron James. And and, uh, so that's a fact. And everybody's got their story. They all have stories. Birds was marked by injury the last several years. You know, uh, Magic, we all know why he stopped playing. Uh, They all have their stories. And, uh, and this is LeBron's story. So, you know, the argument is a fun argument. It's why we have – it's why you got a show. It's yeah. why, you know, <laughs> right. uh, no, let's face it, uh, things like that. You have to manufacture these stories, these, these crises, <laughs> if you will. Um, they're fun. They make the fun part of being a sports fan. So um, you can, we can argue to the death, but I will say and my, my take is that, uh, I would, that if I had to take one or the other to win a game in general – that in night tonight, I would I'll bank on Michael, but I'd rather watch LeBron play. LeBron James is bigger, stronger, faster than the, and a better rebounder and a better passer than Michael Jordan. He's more, he's more versatile. All over him on the check marks, yep. and yet Michael Jordan's intangible it makes him you know raises him up in a way that, that you know, I don't think you can deny. Two last points. We'll let the great Bob Ryan go. Uh, Tom Brady, for a second straight year, tells us. He's leaving, but then he tells Colin Coward at some point last week, you know, I'm not, or this week, actually, earlier this week, he says, I'm not going to start broadcasting this fall. I'm going to start at the following fall. So I ask you, who has observed Brady up close for a long time, 
a Josh Allen gets hurt next year, a Patrick Mahomes gets hurt next year, a Joe Burrow gets hurt. One of the elite quarterbacks gets hurt next year on a ready-made Super Bowl team, and it's week four or five, and their backup quarterback just isn't that good. They call that Tom. They call Tom Brady. Does he say yes? That wouldn't shock me. So I put it that way. I wouldn't put it past him to be succumb to that flattery. You know, he he. I I don't think there's any indication that he loves the game any less than he ever did. Uh, you know, we don't know what the fallout of the divorce is with the fact of, of, of the kids and, and spending time, more time. For, you know, the old saw you hear from everybody, you know, want to spend more time with the kids and all that. But we'll see. We'll see. You know, in his case, it's a little bit complicated because the children, you know, you got two by one woman and one by another and they don't all live together. And, you know, it's just, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I, I, I think he still loves the game. But this year wasn't a particularly fulfilling year. It, it was a, the only time he's ever had a sub-500 record, et cetera. We all know the technical flaws of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, but there are other places, and there are a lot of interesting spots where still, as you, as you just pointed out, um, it wouldn't shock me, no. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hang on. I'll believe it when I see it. When, yes. <laughs> and, and first I said, well, when, they, when training camp starts, and then I'll say, you know, when they, when they first snap of opening day. But the scenario you propose is that, you know, on October 30th, somebody yeah. might give him a call. Right. So um, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. He is, he's just demonstrated to us over and over. And I've said this for years and years, uh, you know, when, when he was, when he first got married uh, to, I said, well, as long as she understands that when he looks in the mirror, the first thing he sees is a football player. And the second thing he sees is a husband and father and everything else in life. And and I, don't, I think that's always been true. true. We have no evidence. Yeah. We have no evidence yet that that isn't true. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Okay, away from sports, Bob Ryan's favorite piece of entertainment that you've consumed at the theater or on television, no. let's say I this year believe. in in 2023. Oh, what is it? Oh, oh, this year. Yeah, hmm. it's only it's only a month old. Yeah. Okay, I haven't La- done, I haven't last few months. Give me the last few months. Yeah, uh, well, in the last few months, going back to December, I, I was in um, um, Great Barrington, Massachusetts at the Niawe Theater uh, to see my, I will say, friend, and my, certainly my strong acquaintance, if I want to flatter myself to say that we're close friends, we aren't, but we are certainly well acquainted and enjoy each other's company, John Pizzarelli Jr., a tr- tremendous uh, jazz musician who is a singer and a guitarist he's had a trio he's been out there for 25 or 30 years he's the son of bucky pizzarelli that name may ring a bell with some of the older set and one of the great jazz guitarists of all time Mm -hmm. and also a colossal sports fan major sports fan we've known each other for about 25 years and i we're we're, my my wife and i are practically group junkies and whenever he's anywhere near we go see him in new york or uh at least in the east coast and uh, that's so we saw him in, in perform. He's always spectacular. He was there with his, his wonderful wife, Jessica Malaski, who was a Broadway performer. They met on a Broadway show back 25 years ago. Nice. And uh, that's the answer. That's an easy answer on that question. Uh, a particular movie or TV show stand out the last few months? No, I'm not watching. No. Well, the, the movie that got my attention that I've seen, uh, I just got through seeing Elvis. And, yeah. and certainly uh, Austin uh, uh, Butler is phenomenal in that role. And uh, he's tremendous, and it's fun. And, it, and Hanks is just – it just creeps you out. You, every time you see him yes. with, the, with the jowl and the right. – God, that's Tom – is that really Tom Hanks? <laughs> I know. Yes, I, I know. It creeps you out. Yeah. But the movie that is really – you know, was – and she got a, a nomination, and, uh, and, and it's very interesting. It's Tar with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I recommend that to anybody. Always a pleasure, sir. Be well, and we'll reach out soon. 
Terrific. Good to talk to you. Bye-bye. Uh, he's fabulous. Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe, and he does have a great story online if you would like to check it out. We'd love for you to check out our podcast. Uh, it's not as simple as shouting out the window, but it's pretty simple. Anywhere you get a podcast, anywhere on the planet you get a podcast, just punch in the name Chad Hartman Show, pops up, or we'd love for you to follow us on Twitter, at Chad Hartman Show, at Dave underscore Harrigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.